Welcome to the Everyday PM Podcast, the podcast where we discuss project management principles for your everyday life. My name is Ann Campia, and I'm a certified project slash program manager with a decade of experience working for healthcare, retail, consumer goods, and tech industries. I'm so excited to have you all join us for this week's topic on post-project blues. Also joining me is Christina Olivaria. One day, Christina, I swear I will get this right, of Yellow Brick Consulting. Super excited to have you back on the podcast with me. Christina, for those who have not met you for the first time or are meeting you for the first time, please take a moment to introduce yourself. Well, hello, everyone. My name is Christina Oliveria. I think, Anne, you almost got it with rolling <laughs> of the R's. Um, I am a project manager with seven years of project experience. My focus is in the transition and activation of new healthcare facilities. I work on the operational side of new construction projects. I am really honored to be here. And I find that this topic is going to resonate with a lot of us project managers. So I excited agree. to dive in. Yeah. And, you know, I'm always so happy when my friends come to me and say, this is a topic that I feel passionate about and I want to bring it to the podcast, to this platform to share with everyone. And, and when Christina first mentioned this to me, I thought, ah, you know, how fitting this is that this is such a great topic that is so, that can be come across with everyday life things. And it can resonate with people who are project managers. It's just so, what's the word I'm looking for? Everyone can feel this, right? And so- Ubiquitous. Yes. Word of the day. (laughs) Which is another reason why I love Christina being on this podcast with me. She finishes my sentences. So um, (laughs) post-project blues or post-project depression is actually a real thing. And when I started to do some research for our show today, I thought, oh, I wonder, you know, if there's even anything out there, because it is a feeling that I think we've all had as project managers, but has anyone actually taken the time to document it? And there were some very interesting articles out there about how uh, post-project, what most call it depression, post-project blues, you know, it's akin to, I think the closest thing would be postpartum depression, which again, I don't have a family, I don't have kids, but I know women who have gone through this um, after they've given birth. And it's just this feeling of, you know, this, they hit this big milestone and it's like, oh, wow, now what, you know, things changed and, and now what? So Christina, I think to set us, um, on the right path here, do you want to go ahead and define how you would uh, look at post-project depression or post-project blues to our audience? Well, so I think, What I love about this podcast is that it's not just about project management. It can be about anything, anything you've been entrenched in for a very long time. So if you're an author of a book or an article, you get engrossed in a topic, you planned a wedding before, definitely finishing grad school. I know I was exhausted for months for no reason. (laughs) Um, And I, um, or having a child, I I'm a mom of three. So definitely understanding, you know, going through those milestones. So Mm -hmm. you're entrenched in something for so long. It's a part of your everyday life. It becomes a piece of who you are. And then all of a sudden, specifically in projects, you hand it over to the operations team and you're no longer there. It's like a breakup. Um, And you've lost a piece of yourself, you feel like, um, handing over this baby of yours that you've been working on. So 
I think there's some mixed emotions that we see. So obviously you feel like a sense of triumph and excitement mm-hmm. because you did it, right? Like this has been something you've been working on and hopefully you're celebrating because it's obviously a success if Anne is working on it. Um, but there's, all, there's also some mixed emotions, right? There's yeah. sadness, emptiness, uncertainty. What do I do next? Where do I go from here? Maybe some fatigue even, Um And so I think when we were researching this topic, we found it super interesting that no one has ever pinpointed a definition. So me, I would define it as these mixed emotions I feel at the end of a project and not knowing where to go from here. Yeah. A a little bit of feeling a little lost, right? You you were on this one path for so long and then it's like the path ends and now what? And I I don't work on projects that are multi-year projects. But I, you know, thinking about this topic, I can imagine people who work at, I don't know, NASA or, or, you know, something where you have a project that is X amount of years of your life. To your point, it becomes a part of you. It really does. And this is all you do. This is all you know. You're building, 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 executing and getting, you know, things done. And then the climax is, you know, the, the rocket launches or whatever that is. And then it's like, now what you and I just talked about this. We finished our master's program and rightfully so we took a rest, but the last few times, Chris, even Christina and I have connected, we've both kind of said to each other now, what, you know, and it's, yeah. it's been a year, uh, but it's, it's one of those things where I think you just constantly feel like there's something missing or, or you should be doing something against that goal. So it is such an interesting space to be in. And I, I think what I'll say first and foremost is uh, some of us know how to deal with that. Some of us are, it's a scary feeling. And I just want to say up front, if you ever feel this way, definitely reach out. You know, if you, if you feel that you've hit a point where it's a little bit more rock bottom and there's sadness and depression there, please reach out. There are hotlines that you can reach out to. You can reach out to colleagues um, that you trust, but definitely make sure that you talk to people if you actually feel really depressed at the end of a project, because this is, this is where you can find support uh, in, in your friends and your family and things like that. So I just want to put that first and foremost, because I'm sure there is a, a range of emotions that happens with people, but for those listening that have felt kind of that kind of rock bottom of it, please definitely know that there are people out, out here that can help you with that. So, but starting with kind of our own experiences with it, Christina, do you have any examples that you want to share and kind of how you felt and how you worked your way out of it? Well, so one, I have to say that Anne's so-called break um, after grad school wasn't really a break. I think she got like three certifications and became a teacher. So um, <laughs> I, I, I'm going to call her out on the non-break that she That's did. True. And I simultaneously will say non-break as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's important one, like the first thing you do is celebrate. I think we often want to just move on and not recognize the accomplishment that just happened. So um, whether it be Um, you planned a wedding, enjoy Mm -hmm. that newlywed phase, or you finish grad school, you know, eat a bunch of bonbons, watch a bunch of Netflix and enjoy the the moment. I did. I watched Grey's Anatomy. I just started. Um, But, you know, sitting there and being okay with the silence for a little bit, celebrate that success. Let yourself feel all the feels of what just happened to you. So that would be my my first recommendation after finishing a project. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And then 
I, I would oh, just say, I, I agree with that. I think, um, positive thinking, right. You come to a completion and the first thing you want to do usually instinct wise is think about something that's critical. What mm -hmm. did I do wrong? Right. That's normally the first thing that I think of when I finish the project is like, here are the three things I did wrong. Yeah. The best thing that I can attribute it or kind of correlate that to is after a breakup, you always think about the negative first. And then maybe oh goodness, a few yes. weeks later, it's true. You think about the negative. You're just justifying how you feel. Oh, well, he was he or she was a bad boyfriend, blah, blah, blah. But then, you know, a few days later, a few weeks later, you have some clarity and you're like, well, you know what? There were some positives here. I grew as a person, you know, we're both, uh, it was an amicable split and we both feel this is the right thing for ourselves, you know, whatever that may be. But I think the only thing I would add to what Christina said is, is try to kind of steer away from the self-criticism that happens right when the project ends and really do celebrate and think positively about your accomplishment. Absolutely. And I, no, I think you segue perfectly to my second recommendation, which is reflect. So after you've allowed yourself some pause, cause you certainly should. And I recommend a, a good, like, you know, depending on your job, obviously, or depending on what you're doing. Um, but I 30 to 90 days to kind of understand, mm -hmm. allow your project to become into operations, have some outputs to measure your success before you start judging yourself so critically. Um, I think type A personality project managers, we're the worst. We're our own worst critics. No one needs to even give us an email. We've already identified all the highs and lows of our project. So true. So um, the reflection period of, you know, looking back, what went right? So always start with the positive. There's going to be some right moments. Um, were there best practices you took out of this project that you can apply on future projects? I mm -hmm. think if you can develop tools, templates, you know me, I love tools. Um, look at She's those, refine them um, and do that. Then what could be improved? You know, there's going to be lessons learned on everything. Taking the time to meet with your um, perspective, you know, whoever was involved within the project, your clients, whatever it may be, whatever industry you are, what can be improved? Document those lessons learned because they can be leveraged on future projects. And then actually sit there and write your accomplishments out. Um, mm. I think sometimes we don't take the time to document what we did, yeah. um, how I grew, where I was at the start and where I was at the end um, are probably two different people. To your point, if you're working on a multi-year project, you were two, three years younger than you were and a yeah. lot's changed since then. Um, so actually write it out. I have a list um, that one of my colleagues shared with me and just documenting what you do throughout the year. It's amazing. You sometimes sit there and you're like, I did nothing today. And then you look at the year, you're like, wow, I did do all of that. I forgot. Yeah. So documenting your accomplishments. I love that tip because, you know, that's very helpful even to bring into your next review uh, because most of us, most of us, maybe just me, uh, mm -hmm. sometimes I wait till, you know, I know the review's coming up next week and that's where I start to try to put my thoughts onto paper. But if you're doing that as a continuous uh, habit throughout the duration of the project, then you, guess what? You've got this list that is nice and pretty at the end of it that you don't have to any put any more thought into it because you were thinking about it all along, all the way through the project, which is great. Love that. Yeah, I have to give credit to my colleague, Ali Broders. She's amazing. Mm -hmm. um, she taught us all that in our organization and I, it has been a best practice and it's mm -hmm. been very interesting throughout just this year. And I just started doing it. I'm very novice at it, um, but it's great to reflect and say, oh, that did happen this year. 
you know, so much happens in your life and you just fail to note the positives to your point. So. Yeah. Yeah. And, and sometimes it's just memory, right? I think mm-hmm. if you're again in a, in a sometimes short-term project, you forget some of the things that you did that went well. And that's why we recommend even a, in a post-mortem when you're doing that at the closure of a project that you still think about what you might have in the post-mortem throughout the duration of your project so that you're not trying to memory recall nine months later through five years later or whatever that is, all of those experiences. So love this tip. Um, and it all collates to that post-mortem exercise that you can do at the end of your project. I would say, take the time, like Christina says, refresh a little bit before you even dive into those thoughts and feelings. Cause if you're doing it the way Christina did it, you already have those written down somewhere and you can revisit those maybe two or three weeks after your uh, project has ended when you have kind of much more of a fresh mind and you're a little well rested to be able to put some clarity into all of those things that you had documented throughout your project and ultimately bringing that to a postmortem exercise with the rest of the team too, which is really nice. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then lastly, once you've gone through all of that, you kind of can look forward. So to your point, Anne, some of these projects take a while, some don't, but ensuring that your next project, whatever you dive into next. So uh, personally, um, if you're going to go back to school or mm. if I'm going to take on a new board membership or, um, you know, right. I'm going to pick up a new, a new hobby. I'm going to go into gardening, whatever it is. Um, make sure you review your own goals and ensure that whatever project you pick up next or your next assignment you are aligning those with your personal mission and values. Mm, so mm-hmm. making sure you're not losing yourself and your projects and your, you know, all these activities we sign out yourself up for, um, you know, our volunteer work, et cetera, make sure they're staying true to you. Um, and sometimes we change, yeah. um, but I, I'm a firm believer that our core mission and values tend to stay the same. So as we accept new work, we want to make sure that we stay true to ourselves and keep a list of your goals. Um, so at the start mm-hmm. of the project, before you even dive into it, I want to you know, present to this many people. I want to work on my public speaking, whatever it is you want to do and get out of that next project, write them down and then reflect upon them afterwards. Yeah. I love that. And, and, and yes, everything should be documented, right? I mean, we are PMs by trade. So um, I think when you can document all of this, because often you forget it. And I know a lot of people who just write it down and have it in front of them every day, they look at it and just as a reminder. And ultimately, we are, you know, the people who control what we do with our time. And for those of us that like to stay busy, yeah, definitely chip away at that goal as your next project doesn't necessarily have to be as grand as planning a $40,000 wedding or whatever, but, you know, even just if you had a project to work on your garden for the next three months, you know, go and do that and make sure you make some time for that, especially in our everyday lives where things kind of seem, and I think also in our PM lives where things kind of seem to just overlap and you just never get that real break in between. Uh, In my role in particular, you know, when I'm launching things, it's, it's a continuous cycle. And it's, it's about finding that time in between to recognize how you're feeling and making sure you're not suppressing any of those feelings between projects um, and doing what you need to do to kind of overcome that. Uh, And sometimes when you're running a hundred miles per hour, that's a very challenging thing for us to do. So 
as your project closes, set some time, some time aside, and then look at those things that Christina is talking about, reflect on those things, your goals and things that you were wanting to accomplish, um, whether it's in the project, in the next project or something in your everyday life. So those are all awesome, Christina. I mean, I, I, I think I, nothing else to say, except, you know, again, if you, if you're feeling in a certain way, try to be in tune with that. Don't be, try to like burden yourself with more work just to kind of bury yourself again in work. I think there's, there's an opportunity there to have a refresher, have a break in between, um, evaluate your project. Like Christina said, super important to make sure that you're documenting what you went, what you did well first, and then also talk about how you could improve for next time. And then I would just add on to when you're planning a new project, not only keep sight of your goals and your uh, things that you wanted to accomplish, but also just reflect on what in is inspiring you at the time. Things change, like Christina said. So if, if your perspective after a project is, oh, I don't think I really want to work on a project like that anymore. Okay, well then why, right? And then figure out what of the project inspired you and maybe you can find something, some work that is a little bit more to what your needs are. Um, and that's even outside of being a PM, right, Christina? It's absolutely. what do you want to do? I mean, we're all constantly yeah. talking about what do we want to do? And those conversations are the best. It's, it's, it's when you have somebody who is a good partner for that creativity and that you know flow of uh, thought that if you can find somebody like I found Christina, it's, it's, it's perfect because, you know, those are the perfect people for you to just kind of ideate with and, and just share, like, this is how I'm feeling. And this is what I think I want to do with it, that feeling, you know, and that's, that's such a great feeling to come out of those conversations and have some perspective. So 100%. thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, no, thank you. I think it's ultimately um, what's next. And um, to your point, just making sure you um, are always doing stuff that aligns with who, who you want to be, where you want to be next, et cetera. So great point, Sam. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I would like to say the thing that you told me before we started recording, which I find interesting, is that PMI doesn't really have anything documented in this space. So Christina might be a little mini project for us to get some some data Maybe. and some, some, some information out there to project managers and obviously to everyday life people as well. But in particular, this is a thing. And, and I want to make sure that it's clear that it's okay that you feel this way after your projects are over. It's, it's a big accomplishment and, and there's going to be emotions and things and even physically uh, uh, feelings that are, are different than what you may be used to. So recognize that other people feel the same way. We've both felt it after big projects of ours, both in our everyday lives and our professional lives, and you're not alone. So maybe there is an opportunity for at least the Project Management Institute to highlight this area of uh, being a project manager, because I do think it is uh, something that will resonate across a multitude of PMs across many different industries. And then, of course, people in their everyday lives. So Christina, is there anything else that you wanted to touch on on this topic? No, but I'm going to give a shout out to Brene Brown, not that I know her, but um, rumbling with your discomfort and your vulnerability is always hard. None of us like it, um, but I definitely think as I grow as a person, um, I'm learning to accept the quiet a little bit more and mm. be okay with not doing something for a little bit. Um, that's yes. okay. I feel like during that time, you can learn a lot about yourself and also reconnect with peers and family and all of that, because, um, 
we know each other and many people in the industry will dive right back into something challenging and yes. get entrenched once again. So um, enjoy the quiet when you have it. That is such a great point. I think we will leave it there before I botch this feeling that I have right now. But thank you, Christina, for you know bringing up this topic to me, for bringing it to this platform. I'm sure the listeners are, are excited to hear about this. And, and again, we're a supportive community. So if anyone has any thoughts on post-Project Blues or post-Project Depression, definitely leave them in the comments section of this video or reach out to Christina and I. Speaking of, that will do it for Christina and I for this installment of the Everyday PM podcast. So Christina, if folks want to follow you and continue this conversation, where can they find you online? I am on LinkedIn, Christina Olavidia. So feel free to reach out to me. Um, and I look forward to hearing your thoughts about this topic. Awesome. And you can also reach out to me on LinkedIn by my name and Campia. Uh, support the Everyday PM podcast. It is available on most uh, every podcasting platform, to be honest, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, Breaker, Spotify, you name it. Uh, whatever podcasting platform you are using, definitely make sure to give us a like or a good rating and support the Everyday PM Podcast. And we are now on YouTube as well. Hence why Christina and I, you can see our faces, which is fantastic. So make sure to uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. It's youtube.com slash Ancampia. Um, and make sure you like and leave us a comment on this video as well. Uh, looking forward to bringing much more of these types of topics to the Everyday PM Podcast. If there's anything you are looking for in terms of topics of interest, definitely let us know. We're happy to bring that to the podcast and talk about it on this platform. So that will do it for us today on the Everyday PM podcast. Thanks so much for joining us until next time. Take care. Bye.